I am B. Brooks. And I'm Allie Bourgeois. Welcome to Yogi and the Bee. Yeah, welcome everybody. So, I got this text the other day. I'm not really sure how to call the topic, but I guess I'll just start with this. I got this text from a spa that I had been to um, in the area mm-hmm. uh, for a lovely massage. And I got this text for a two-day interactive workshop for teens about body acceptance, emotional self-care, and more. Wow. And there's a link to sign up. It's a two-day, like I said, workshop. That's that's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, tell me your thoughts about that. Boy, did I need that. I mean, don't you? we all? Yeah. Why have I been here tonight, which we'll cover in a minute. But- oh, sure. Yeah. I, I'm I'm so impressed. I wish that I had thought of that. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Just think back in the day what that would have meant to, I mean, it's just so different now. Would we have even, what our parents would have been like, what? This is stupid. What is that? Or would we have in a, even entertained such a thing for ourselves? But wow, so helpful. I think that instead of sending me to fat camp, that maybe my parents... Oh, my gosh. Yeah? I mean... Would have sent me to that instead. How helpful would that have been? That would have been great. And I will post some pictures of me before I went to the fat camp because the picture's hilarious. What was fat camp like? I think it was a normal camp called Rockbrook Camp for Girls that my parents had heard about. And I think that when they sent information out about the camp, that they said to the parents, hey, if you see anything going on with your kid, we can work on that. Just let us know. So my parents said she needs to lose weight. And um, so could you work on that? So B, I kid you not, the other people in my cabin were taking a Jeep ride or a truck ride up to the top of the mountain where we would have prayers like a outdoor church. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I would have to walk it with the camp counselor. So I was the only one that was going through that, but I I felt special. I was like, the camp counselor wants me to walk with her. How cool is that? So it was never clear to me until after the fact. But my sister, I mean, I had a great time at this camp, great camp. And they, how old were you? I think I was probably about eight in that Picture nine. I mean, I did transfer form there. Uh, 100%. I think my parents knew something was going on with me and just needed to like figure it out and they couldn't figure it out. So they sent me there with instructions. So when my sister came to visit me, because she used to go to Sky Skyline or Skybrook camp for girls that she came for a visit with her best friend, who was Lee Tuggle. And um, she started crying because she saw that I had dropped, you know, 10 pounds. 
And she was so mad at my parents for doing that to me because it was obviously, you look at me at that age, totally normal. What happens to little girls? They get the little, little tummy um, before they get tall. So yeah, I could have really used that. And And my mother and my grandmother and my sister and my brother. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. And what a, I mean, fat camp, bad idea, regardless of age, but especially at that age when you're, you're not even developed yet. You haven't even hit puberty. What a mind fuck that is. Yes. Um, But I did start my period at age 10. So maybe it was like age nine, you know, when you get that little whatever happens before you, I mean, I started my period at age 10. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Nobody was expecting it. No. Mm -mm. And that's a whole nother thing that they may cover at this thing. I certainly hope so. Somebody will talk to them about it. Yeah. But I, I mean, to be honest about that whole thing, I think that my mother got it from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. My grandmother would set us up for disaster. Let me just give you a little, little picture here. So we would be invited down to hang out with my grandmother. And when we got there, she would have a caramel cake, a chocolate cake, a lemon cake. Oh my gosh. They were the best cakes in Moultrie, Georgia. (laughs) Tahitian treat, pies, jello with whipped cream, just all of these foods, plus, you know, grocery store cookies and angel food cake and just overload of food. So we would slim down before we would go to my grandmother's house. It was the craziest thing. I remember thinking I I had, well, just to be careful before I got there. So when I walked in, my grandmother and my grandfather would say, wow, you look amazing. I know it's crazy to even be talking about this right now. And I've talked to my sister about the same thing for my sister. So When we would get there, my grandmother would say, well, you need to eat all of this food. And I would say, oh, you know, um, I'll probably have something for dessert after dinner. Yeah, Not hungry right now. Well, I bought it for you. So what a waste. You don't want it. So that whole situation. So you would just stuff your face to please her. And then a couple of days later, when you would just get kind of bloated from preservatives and sugar, she would say, oh, wow, looks like you've put on some weight. So, I mean, it was just the craziest. I mean, this was my favorite person in the world. Right. She was my my girl. But she had some issues for sure. Like you got to eat the food. It's like so much emphasis is put on food. Yeah. What are we having? You know, do you like it? You got to eat it. And then yeah. chastise you for eating it. Yeah. And then what it, what it does to you later. I think she did that to my mother. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. So today we've got two-day wellness retreats for Let's teenagers. Go. Let's go. Oh, to- not for us at all? Yeah, I mean, we probably could use it. I think is so. It, is it too late? 
So what about you? What did you have come up for you as? Well, I mean, I too thought like, gosh, wouldn't have that been so cool to have had something like that at that age. I mean, I guess, I don't know if I would have been receptive to it, but maybe kids are today. Things are so different with mental health and taking care of yourself. And, but I mean, yeah, we all struggle with, I mean, today I don't, I can't get a good grasp on things. Yeah. You know, or feel great about body image or self-confidence or, yeah, I mean, we're, we are our biggest, uh, criticizers or enemies in that when we look in the mirror, whether we really have like a serious, like, I don't think I'm, well, I'm clearly not anorexic or bulimic, but you still don't have a healthy picture when you look in the mirror. Zero. I mean, I, and <sighs> you are the most petite, beautiful thing I've ever seen. Well, picture elementary school. So I, remember when they had all of us line up and weigh ourselves and measure ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I was pretty tall for my age and I had belux, beluxum, voluptuous breast. Um, I did bucks, really buxom breast. Um, I remember all the guys in elementary school saying I was an orange. So whoa. Yeah. What anyway, was I? A um, I think you were a grapefruit, as I recall. So no, I remember all of the the measuring of weight and height. I was with Jay Freshour. Yeah. So he was like a tall, 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 you know, guy, guy. And I remember thinking I'm the same height as he is. And I always felt like I was the big girl. And um, I was the one that took care of Courtney. I mean, that was a very physical job to push Courtney around and to lift her up to go to the toilet and tell everybody about Courtney. Oh, I thought we talked about that in an episode before. No, not yet. Okay. So when I was, I think in third grade, I was asked after taking care of a Korean child the year before, because my second grade teacher had asked me to teach her English. So it was sort of, you know, I was learning, of course, but I was also making sure that she was learning what a weird position to put a child in. But um, she and I became very close. She became a great friend. And wow, was she silly. She had the silliest uh, sense of humor, which really works with my sense of humor. So yay. So the next year, I was given a new job. We had a girl that started school that was in a wheelchair. And I was asked to take care of her. And that was a lot of work because she had to use the restroom a lot. So I was constantly up and out to take her to all the stuff she needed to go to. So I think I missed a lot of school. 
and lots of bathroom times. Uh, I was there for her first period, uh, loved her so much. I know she loved me, not complaining about the job, but I don't think that a teacher should have put me in that situation. But I think that was back before they had assistant teachers. So yeah, I uh, would go over to her house a lot on the weekends because we had become just big friends, thankfully. And uh, because her, she was amazing. She was very, very talented in writing. I mean, she would use her chin with a pen to help her write. It was incredible. I've tried to find her um, lately to see her artwork, but I kind of, I've lost her. Anyway, so I would go over to the parents' house and I remember just being physically fit because I was constantly getting her out of her wheelchair, putting her on the toilet, you know, stuff like that. And um, I would have an appetite. I've always been a big eater. And I remember the mother kind of looking at me like I was wrong to have a big appetite. Well, her daughter didn't have an appetite, very, you know, petite. And her other daughter was little and I just was like wolfling my food down. So I remember feeling guilty to have an appetite. And uh, when I did see the mother later in life, it was uh, at a grocery store and I'd had two children and was tired. And anyway, I saw her and she looked exactly the same. And she came up to me and she went, oh my gosh, Allison Beverly. And I was like, oh my gosh, hey. And she said, my God, you're so thin. And I said, yeah, breastfeeding, demand feeding. I can't get the calories that I need. Um, And she said, gosh, you were always so fat. So that's just the craziest thing that uh, I did think that I was the fat kid. And here is this mother telling me I was, I've seen pictures of myself. I was not fat. I was a, a normal little girl growing into a woman because uh, I started my period at 10. Anyway, so did anyone, I remember you being skinny and little. And I remember me always feeling like I was just this big monster next to you. Seriously. Wow. Look, look where we are now. (laughs) You definitely have oranges. I have grown and then some past you. Well, definitely in the barestas. Anyway, but yeah, it's just crazy how mental health top of the topics right now. I mean, and like we talked about with Glenda, just bullying is at Mm. the forefront. And man, what a different time we're in. Yeah. And, you know, I'm hyper-focused on a wedding for my niece, and I'm in my mid-50s. And Wait, mid-50s? A little bit old. A... Approach. <laughs> can't say it. Approaching sixty, and and beautiful. You're sweet. It's not my wedding, and I don't know why I care. I mean, I care because I want to represent, and yeah. it's important to me. Just crazy. All right, so we're together tonight because you wanted to yes. have a fashion show. Yes. So 
Most of my closest friends know that I am neurotic. This happens to me a good bit when um, fancy occasions come up, but especially involving my family. So I came here tonight to give a fashion show to Allison and her husband to help me uh, decide what to wear to my niece's wedding, which is this weekend in St. Simon's. Big affair, huge affair. Could not be more excited about the event. And I just want to make sure that I represent and look good. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. I can't wait to see the pictures. We gave thumbs up to the same dress. She has the best legs in Atlanta. And she's showing them off. She's showing them off. I mean, guys, this has been crazy. It's not my wedding, right? Like, no, it's my niece's. But I am so excited about it. And so I've worried about everything between my nails, my hair, my eyebrows, everything. And so, you know, pantyhose are not... (laughs) The end thing these days, regardless they are for me. of... They are for me. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Bring them on. I love pantyhose. Regardless of the length of the dress, um, I shall not wear pantyhose. So uh, about two weeks ago, I texted one of my friends who is also a redhead, and I said, hey, listen, have you gotten a spray tan before? And she goes, oh, yes, you should do it. And I said, are you sure? Because um, my niece is having a wedding coming up and it's kind of early in the season yet. And so I feel like fat looks better with a little color. And she's like, oh, my God, do it. And I'm like, okay. Then I also texted another friend of mine who's very skinny and much younger and has done this many times. And she was like, Oh my God, you should do it. So I researched and found a five star spray tan place. Five star, five star. Uh, Where, where? Well, it's on Amsterdam Avenue. Okay. Long story short, I know it seems long, but anyway, I got (laughs) strict instructions, but I'm ADD and I was overwhelmed. I watched the video the whole nine and I forgot to turn around to do the backside. And so uh, I got sprayed three times on the front, <laughs> one time on the back. Uh, when I was on the front side, I forgot to close my eyes, and they call it the nozzles. The nozzles <laughs> were spraying straight into my eyes, and I didn't realize that. And so two days later, I thought I had pink eye. It was the whole thing, and oh. then I thought I wasn't going to be able to go to the wedding because <laughs> pink eye is contagious. Seems like I'm okay. Well, I'm. You know what? I'm so glad that you didn't have pink eye. <laughs> but nor do I have skin cancer. Oh my gosh, B. <laughs> but it's all about body image, and so I'm feeling pretty tan and sexy. Listen, you look. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so this whole wedding thing and, um, but I will say on a positive note, like starting in January, 
I really kind of set my mind to mm-hmm. getting healthy. And, mm-hmm. and what does that mean for you? What do you do to get healthy? Well, I did dry January. Okay. I started yoga with you. She sure did. Namaste. Namaste. I need to do it more often. She does. It is. Wow. It. I know I've said this before, and I'm not just saying this because we're looking at each other, but it really is a game changer. <laughs> Truly. And Sign, sign up um, at alliesyoga.com. <laughs> and I have um, started Orange. Well, I've continued Orange Theory but have done it more consistently. And I have another pal that has encouraged me to do that and stick with it. And that has been transforming. Awesome. And so those are all healthy things. Oh, I do Weight Watchers. So I track my food. Is that easy? It's really easy. I did it back in the 80s. Oh my gosh. It's so easy. Now with the, yeah. Are Are you you counting grapes? Or what's going on? What's that? Were you in fat camp when you did Weight Watchers in the 80s? I did. My mother had me and my sister on diets pretty much all of the time. And the counting of the grapes was just like... This is absurd because grapes are no points on Weight Watchers. Okay, well... All fruit is zero points. Okay. So why are you tracking the grapes? We were. Let's Google Weight Watchers in the 80s. I think it was nuts. Well... Anyway, now, yes, it's an app on your phone, and like tonight, I'm going to enter the delicious pasta you fixed for me this evening, Uh, vegan mushroom stroganoff. Holy Waswego. Well, I mean, it's it's delicious for us. I don't know how delicious it is for- I found it to be delicious. Yeah. And then we ended the night with some- Love cookies. Oh my gosh. I will give you my love cookie recipe as long as you say it's from Ali's Yoga. Namaste. Love cookies. Truly, guys, they are. She is way excited about those over the mushroom stroganoff. No, it was delicious too, but I feel like the (laughs) love cookies were extra good tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So how many points did you get um, um, putting I, those in your Weight Watchers app? I don't know that love c- cookies oh. will show up. Well, but I, what I have to do is break it down. Break, break it down. Break down the recipe. Okay. Oatmeal, gluten-free flour, <clears throat> egg replacement. I used coconut sugar. Mm-hmm. And dairy-free chocolate chips. I know that's going to be hard. You know what, guys? We'll leave it in the link. How many points for the love cookie? For the love cookie. I bet they're not much. Yeah, I doubt it. Because there's really not a lot of cholesterol. Yeah, or sodium. Yeah, no sodium. Carbs. Maybe a little in the oatmeal. And the brown and the coconut sugar. Coconut sugar. Yeah. Well, anyway, you wouldn't know it. I mean, they oh. taste like a real deal oatmeal cookie. And they're my favorite. Oatmeal chocolate chip cookies are my favorite. Oh, my gosh. So I think they were called it. cowboy chips when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And what was better than a cookie at the mall? Mm. What were those called? Mrs. Winners? No, that's chicken. Um, Mrs. Grandma's Cookies or uh, American Cookie Company. What in the world? We would go to the food court and get those? Hot. Hot and gooey? Mm. Lord have mercy. Mm. Well, I tell you what, I think that you look amazing and I'm super excited about your dress. Thank you. Thank you for this best. What is show the tonight. listen, I I went to Tangier with some amazing people. Oh my gosh, I would love for you to meet them. They have the ranch at Malibu. And I know that I've had family members that have gone there and it's been life changing. Ranch at Malibu, I will put the link because if you are looking, if you're having a crisis and you need to have help, they have you hiking five or 10 miles. I'm horrible with numbers, as you know, but- um, You're doing a great job. Thank you. But just hiking, they also have it if people- aren't able to hike, they have you do an easier hike than someone that can really do the hike. You can't have your cell phone. Um, if somebody calls you, they'll, you'll have to go to an office and talk to them. It, it sounds amazing. And their recipes and their cookbook is pretty amazing. So what, what was the thing that you saw that inspired this episode? It is a, um, Spa off DeKalb Avenue, Rose Finch Spa, and that's where I had the best massage of my life. They also give facials, but my point is, is it's a um, locally owned business, woman owned business, I believe. Ooh, amen to that, sister. They just offer this, I mean, it's called a sturdy palace is the name of this workshop for teens. Wait, the word sturdy? Palace. Your Uh. body is a sturdy palace. A two-day interactive workshop for teens about body acceptance, emotional self-care, and more. I mean, I thought it was the best topic I've ever heard. We're posting it. Love that you found that. Love that you are so aware of what's going on in the world. Well done, B. Thanks. Guys, thanks for listening. A little... um. I mean, we're all over the map. Just stay tuned. Yeah. We're going to have our next guest coming totally. up soon. Yeah. Are we? Who is going to be our our guest? Well, I think suspense is... Oh, yeah. I love that. Just like a serial killer podcast or a... Yeah. Murder. Murder. Listen, guys, thank you. Thank you for... Yet again, listening to us, amazing. Bubbles and bad vibes. Namaste.